It's science. What is going on, CrossFitters? This is Justin Romare, your host of CBG Radio. Here at Consistency Breeds Growth, we help CrossFitters perform, look, and feel more confident in their own skin without tracking macros. We have a special offer just for you. We can guarantee that you start to look and feel like a CrossFitter in four short weeks or your money back. Ditch the fad diets, quit tracking every gram of food, and let us help you get the results that you deserve without tracking macros. Enjoy the podcast. Science. All right, what's up, CrossFitters? Coach Justin here, the WAD Nutritionist. Here at CBG, we help CrossFitters look, perform, feel confident without tracking macros, lose body fat, build muscle, have energy for your workouts, not feel like you have no energy for the WADs you're doing each week. And we do that through a very specific but unique nutrition-based perspective, right? Today, I want to talk about losing body fat. And I want to talk about how to lose body fat without tracking macros, all right? Everybody is, uh, for the last 10 years, on a mission, nutrition coaching companies, CrossFit gyms, I mean, you name it, are on a macro frenzy. And CBG is here to completely disrupt that because you and I both know that tracking macros is not sustainable, right? It's not sustainable. That's it. So I want to go over why it's not sustainable, why it's not sustainable for long-term fat loss, and then what you can be doing to actually reach your fat loss goals without tracking macros, right? This is what we help people do in our program. And I'm going to go over some of the basics of what we do in our program to help people reach their goals so that they can make things simple and they can actually reach things in a sustainable way, right? We got kids, we got jobs. How are you going to track macros the rest of your life, right? So the biggest thing is as to why track macros doesn't work for fat loss long-term is because the amount of time that it takes for you to track every gram of food, number one, is a burden. It's like a part-time job. And number two, it's just not necessary, right? I was having a chat with someone who just signed up for our program and that's working with me maybe two or three weeks ago. And they were asking me, hey, Justin, you know, based on the portion sizes and some of the things that you offer right on your macro cheat sheet, uh, you're trying to get me to understand how to go from macros to portions so that I don't need to track. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what we do, right? And they ask, well, a banana is about 25 grams of carbs, which is how you refer to it on the macro cheat sheet. I say, yeah, it's about 25 grams of carbs. So, well, what if I, uh, instead of a medium-sized banana, uh, you know, all the store had was those, you know, really large-sized bananas. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Um, or a large size apple, you know, the honey crisps, those big ones, you know. And, uh, you know, that's more than 25 grams, right? Because your average apple or banana is 25 grams. Now I'm talking about a large apple or banana. And I basically said, is that why you're not getting results? Right? And we both laughed, right? Me and the client both laughed. Because in that moment, we knew, well, dang, no, that's not why I'm not getting results. Right. I'm not getting results because I'm not consistently getting enough protein. I'm sabotaging my weekends. I'm drinking alcohol two to three days per week. Uh, I'm not consistently getting into my my box. I am overeating and binging at nighttime. 
and not doing enough meal preps where I have to go out and get this and order that. That's why you're not consistent. All of those things are the reason why you're not seeing results. Not because you chose a large size apple and then put it in my fitness pal as 25 grams, right? That's not the reason you're not getting results, right? So I think that us tracking with that level of specificity in my fitness pal is it just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense when most of the issues that people are having around fat loss are honestly behavioral habit based things that they need to improve on. You drinking on the weekends has nothing to do with your macros, right? You drinking alcohol on the weekends or two to three times a week, nothing to do. You're, you're, you're binge eating at nighttime, overeating or ordering out has nothing to do with tracking macros, nothing to do with your, those are behaviors that you need to improve on, right? So we need to see it for what it is, right? And tracking macros is a tool and it's not a long lived tool. It's a short-lived tool. It's to help you build skills around food so that you can eventually take over on your own. It's not an app that should be a disconnection or a, 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 a connection through an app uh, or through your phone that uh, you need to be attached to for the rest of your life, right? And um, look, I'll tell you guys this much. When I started this company eight years ago, right, and uh, it was the same premise, helping CrossFitters reach their goals without tracking macros, lose body fat, build muscle, feel more confident yourself, fuel for your workouts, and finally look like you CrossFit, right? And when I would say tracking macros is not sustainable, people laughed at me. This was eight years ago when I started the company. Because everybody and their grandma was tracking every gram of food, right? Well, I tell you what, not as many people are laughing now. Not as many people are laughing now because we are finally starting to realize as a community, as a CrossFit community, as a team here at CBG, more than ever before, that tracking macros is not sustainable. Go for it. Keep going. But if you're doing this thing where you're tracking three days and not tracking the weekends or tracking for four weeks and then you quit because it's like, oh, you know, it's too much, then it's not sustainable enough for you to see long-term results and therefore it's not sustainable, right? So that's sort of my, um, my transition. I want to transition into, well, Justin, what the heck do I do if I'm not tracking macros, right? Like, how do I make this work? Because I still want to lose body fat and look like a CrossFit. So what do I do, right? So you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat, right? But, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't track his macros. Mark Wahlberg doesn't track his macros. I mean, so there are examples out there of people that are in calorie deficits that are lean, visible abs, feel confident in them, themselves, and look like they CrossFit, and they don't track. I'm going to keep it honest with you guys. I think most CrossFit Games athletes don't track their macros. None of the CrossFit Games athletes I work with track their macros, and it's not that we should be following what CrossFit Games athletes are doing um, because we need to usually do less, right? So if they're not tracking, you definitely don't need to be tracking to see results, right? Because their goals are very, very specific to them and what they need, and there's more demand on their goals, and they're not tracking macros, you probably don't need to either, right? So you need to be in a calorie deficit, but you don't need to track macros to know you're in a calorie deficit. In fact, if you build enough skills around food, which some of you guys already had these skills because you've been tracking macros for so long, you can understand whether you're in a calorie deficit without tracking, and then you can make pivots and changes from there, right? 
So uh, that's the number one rule. You got to be in a calorie deficit, right? So you just don't need to do that to, to uh, don't need to track macros to understand that, right? Um, and the most important thing is, you know, look, also macros in and of themselves and the amount of calories, you need to be at a calorie deficit. All of that matters, right? So calories really dictate weight. So the amount of calories, whether it's 1,500, 2,000, 3,000, that's going to dictate your weight. Whether the scale goes up and down, total, it, it just, that's what's going to dictate weight, right? Is the total number of calories over a consistent period of time, right? What dictates body composition, which is whether you look better or you look worse, really depends on macronutrients, not calories. Meaning you could eat uh, all your 3,000 calories from carbs and you can lose weight, but you may not look the way that you want, right? Or you could lose weight on 3,000 calories and have good adequate levels of protein, carbs, and fat and actually look the way you want. So macros do matter, okay? And then the last, health is really about micronutrients, right? So if you're eating pizza and eating a bunch of uh, all fatty meats and stuff like that to hit your macros, your health could still be at jeopardy even if you're at a good body weight, right? So keep this in mind. I mean, look at, uh, and look at homeless people. Some homeless people out there are, they're shredded. There are homeless people out there that are like, wow, that homeless guy has abs. Why does he have abs, right? But he's not healthy, right? Because the amount of food that he's taking in is probably little. And the amount of types of food he's bringing in is not good. They're not micronutrient-dense foods and things like that. So don't uh, start comparing your weight to your health. There's a representative correlation there, right? People that typically are lower body weight are healthier, but it's not the only thing determining that, right? So micronutrients and nutrient density and the type of food you choose, like if your carbs are from broccoli versus your carbs are from uh, cake, matter. That also matters, right? So then that brings it to a point, okay, so I don't need to track macros to eat healthy, good nutrient-dense foods more often than less nutrient-dense foods, right? You guys are smart. You already know what foods are out there that are, that are quote, healthy and are excellent for your body, right? Good fiber, uh, a, a good, good amount of fiber that fill you up and keep you satiated, um, that has good quantities of protein. And you guys already know these foods. You've been tracking macros. You already know like how much protein is in a steak and then all, all these other things. You already know that. So you don't need to track macros to make good decisions around food. Okay. So uh, basically the variable of eating better micronutrient dense foods can be just summed up with the fact that you just choose those foods more often than some of the other foods. You don't need to track macros to do that. Right. Um, also, right, it's probably one of the most important things because this is what I want to go over with you guys. How do you actually know your intake without tracking, right? So what I'm going to recommend for most people, right, is to just understand your protein intake and what you need protein-wise hit on a daily basis to reach your goals without tracking and then how to know how to hit that protein goal without tracking, right? So, for example... And you can uh, guys get out your calculators, get out a piece of paper, whatever you need to do. You can rewind this podcast and, and, and get the information again. Obviously, I want you to take your body weight and I want you to multiply it by 0.7. Okay. And I want you to multiply it by uh, one, which is what your body weight is, right? So let's take, for example, somebody that's 200 pounds. If you multiply by 0.7, that's 140 grams of protein. 
okay? And then if you multiply by one, it's 200 grams of protein, right? So multiply your body weight by 0.7 and one, that's your protein range. Every day you need to hit this protein quantity, okay? Uh, every day, Justin, what are you talking about? Weekends too? Yes, weekends, right? It's not that hard. Every day hit this protein quantity, all right? Um, and we actually have a protein guide on this breakdown. I have a free protein guide for CrossFitters to understand their protein intake and how to hit it without tracking macros. I'm going to go over here, but if you want like a written portion, that's what you like. It's entirely free. If you're on YouTube or if you're on the Facebook group right now, just comment or DM me protein and I will get it to you. It's entirely free. It's like a three to four page document. It goes over all the specifics of how to understand your protein intake as a CrossFitter to crush your wads and also lose body fat, right? But I'm going to go through it now as well. So that range, so you're up 200 pounds. So now 0.7, so that's 140 to 200. You need to hit between this range every single day, even weekends, even holidays, every day. This is what you need to do. You need to do your best to hit this range, okay? You don't need to track macros. You just got to hit this range. That's it. That's it. 140 to 200 grams of protein daily, every day, okay? Um, now how do you hit this amount without tracking? All right, so let's take the range and divide it by how many meals and protein shakes you want per day, right? So let's take, ex for example, 150 grams of protein. That's your quantity that you're going to start with that you're going to hit. Excellent. 150 grams of protein. And let's say you decide to have five meals, right? Five meals is the total number of meals you're going to have plus protein shakes. So that may mean four meals, one protein shake three meals, two protein shakes, whatever it is, five total times, then you're going to have snacks, meals, or protein shakes. Five times. Okay. You take 150, which is the total grams of protein, and you divide that by five, which is the total number of meals. That gets you to 30 grams of protein per meal, right? That's typical, typically a scoop of protein. So we already got that covered, right? Our protein, boom, done. Typically, that's around a protein bar. Find a protein bar that's 30 grams, boom, that's your snack. That's not. Now, for your three meals, right, you're going to have some sort of uh, protein source, okay? Beef, chicken, salmon, um, pork, so lean turkey sausage, turkey itself, ham, you name it, right? Scallops. You're going to pick a protein source. Excellent. Yogurt, something like this, right? Now, very easily for these three meals, you need to hit 30 grams, right? Because we divided 150 by five. That gives us 30 grams each meal. We already covered the snack and the protein shake. So there's three other meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, let's call it. Your schedule might not be this, but I just want to give an example. Protein uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 30 grams, okay? 30 grams is about five ounces, okay? Five ounces, all right? So five ounces of protein, most of you guys on your cell phone right now, the cell phone you're looking at is about five ounces, size-wise, size-wise. Five ounces maybe a little bit bigger than an iPhone, which you're watching this one right now, right? You don't need to track macros to know how to get in 30 grams of protein for three meals a day, right? You just got to have enough prepped. You got to get to the grocery store. You got to make it happen, right? And you have your protein shake, you have your snack, you're good to go you're gonna easily hit 150 grams of protein per day. No problem, right, without tracking macros, okay? Now, um, very simple, very easy, three meals a day, every single day, weekends, Fridays, doesn't matter. 
you need to hit this protein amount every single day for six months. And if you do this, you will start to look and feel like a CrossFitter. You're already doing four to five watts per week. You might as well look like it. So what you need to do is you need to hit this protein quantity consistently daily. Okay. Now it's very easy to do. Very, very easy to do. Eggs, 30 grams of protein eggs is about one ounce every egg white. So one, two, three, four, five, five egg whites equals 30 grams of protein. Simple, right? Five egg whites. So if you're hitting 30 ounces, you need 30 grams of protein. We know that equals five ounces, size of a cell phone, eggs for breakfast, five egg whites. That's simple. Very easy, right? All this is actually on our macro cheat sheet as well, right? So all these like, hey, how many eggs equal this many protein? How do I figure this out? All of it's on our macro cheat sheet, all the protein sources you can choose from. Uh, protein is very important for CrossFitters, which I'll go through in a minute. But, and which is why this is what I'm recommending for you guys. But also, if you want our macro cheat sheet, comment macro cheat sheet. I know a lot of you have it. It comes free with our blueprints, which is the schedule and creation of how we help our clients quit tracking macros to reach their goals. But you can get it for free as well, right? You can get the macro cheat sheet for free. Comment macro cheat sheet on uh, the live video, YouTube, or on the Facebook group, and we'll get it to you for free. We'll shoot you a DM. Uh, and also, if you want it quick, shoot a DM because then that note, my team knows exactly what you want, right? So if you want the macro cheat sheet for your protein size, it's great. If you want our protein guide, comment protein or DM protein. Very easy. And this is what you need to do. You need to do it for six months, and I guarantee you're going to see results. You're going to start looking and feeling like you CrossFit without tracking macros, all right? So this is the next step for a lot of you is you just hit that protein consistently. Do it consistently. Do it every day, all right? Now, why is protein important for, like, just me? I haven't talked about how to hit my macros, about carbs, and all this. Most people don't even need to focus on this yet. They need to focus on hitting their protein. Justin, that's easy. Do it for six months. A lot of you guys underestimate how difficult it is to just get in one macronutrient consistently every day for six months. Hitting that protein goal every single day for six months. Do that for six months and then come to me and say, hey, Justin, I hit my protein goal every day consistently for six months, okay? This is how I did it, and I will personally work with you uh, to give you some tips in terms of how to hit the carbs and the fats and I'll make it work, right? No problem. But you need to hit that goal consistently for six months, all right? So uh, you can do the same exact method with, uh, with carbs and fat that I just did with protein. How many carbs do you need? Great. Five meals. Awesome. Split up how many carbs you need by five meals. That's what you need. And you can use our macro cheat sheet to go, oh, how many grams of carbs of rice is in one cup? Oh, great. That's very easy. And then you can build out meals and make it sense. You make tacos. You make this, all this, right? Um, so it's very simple, guys. Start with protein. Six months. Hit it consistently. The reason protein is so important for CrossFitters is because... We have a lot of muscle breakdown in our watts. We're going literally to fatigue, right? Metabolic fatigue, mus muscular fatigue, muscle, <clears throat> excuse me, muscle breakdown is happening. It's happening. Your muscles are breaking down, and the only way to build them back up so that you don't lose muscle mass, which none of us want, and we can get stronger, is to eat protein. So you have to have enough protein, right? Eat protein your body weight daily and start to see the results that you're looking for. We need it. It's the most important macronutrient for CrossFitters, period. 
no, no other macronutrients more important, right? So that's the reason you want to start focusing on protein and getting enough. Okay. Um, now, one other thing I wanted to go over is uh, there are other things in life too that have nothing to do with tracking macros, right? To help you get the results you want. We just went through uh, protein, learned how to hit it without tracking macros. What about other things like sleep? What about water intake? Stress? I mean, all these things impact fat loss in different ways, right? So with water intake, let's start there. Water, if you're dehydrated, you're going to have low energy, right? Like you ever get out of a hot tub and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. You're dehydrated. You're super dehydrated, right? Same thing after your workout. You ever go home, you're like, man, I'm kind of tired, you know? Oh, just yawn. It's four o'clock. It's because you're dehydrated, right? Dehydration uh, really lowers our energy levels, right? Because we're not getting uh, certain substrates from our food, digestion, and all these other things to working muscle tissue and to organs that allow us to function and give us energy, right? Water allows for the transport of so many things throughout the body that allow us to have energy. All right, so that's number one. So when you have more energy, guess what? You move around more. When you move around more, you can establish that calorie deficit that we were talking about, right? So you need to make sure you have enough water intake. You need to make sure you have enough daily, right? Um, the other thing too is with fat loss in general, uh, having enough water keeps us satiated. Sometimes people are like, I'm hungry, you know, your stomach is empty. But reality, you just needed some water, you know? So get some water, it helps make you feel more satiated, right? So what is the right amount of water, right? What happens is a lot of people, especially with these stupid 75 hard challenges are drinking a gallon of water, Guys, that's just depleting you of all of the micronutrients and everything in your body, which is lowering hydration levels because all you're doing is flushing literally your body of all these electrolytes that it needs. Water and electrolytes go hand in hand. You need them both, right? So you're like, oh, I'm 130 pounds. I'm drinking a gallon. I'm like, what? No, you don't need a gallon of water. Um, so, but what is the right amount, right? Usually I recommend about half your body weight in ounces. Okay, and then you can add an extra 10 ounces for each workout that you do, right? Because we, we lose a lot of water in our sweat, right? Um, but here's the key, guys. You can't just start at a half your body weight in ounces when you've been drinking 50 ounces a day, right? That's like telling somebody to cut from 4,000 calories to 1,000. It's like, no, it's not going to work. You need to build consistently. So what I recommend for people to do is track your water. Get a, their, their water bottles on Amazon that have 32 on the side, fill it up, drink it till it's complete, fill it up again, drink till it's complete. Understand how many ounces you're actually drinking throughout a week. Don't even try to increase your water intake. Don't even do it. Go seven days just drinking normally, tracking it. That's all I want you to do. Just track the amount of water that you're actually drinking in a day consistently on average throughout a week. All right. Then you can come to me and say, hey, Justin, I'm actually drinking about 60 ounces per day. Half my body weight is 100 ounces. I want to go from 60 to 100, right? This is what I'm going to tell you. Take 60 and bump it up 10 ounces for the next week. Go to 70 ounces. Great. So now you've consistently get, gotten in 10 more ounces per day for the entire week, and you could figure out how to do that consistently, right? Whether it's filling up another glass. Drinking a big glass of water right when you wake up. Drinking a big glass of water with dinner on top of whatever else that you're eating, right? Whatever you need to do to consistently build it into your lifestyle, 
You need to do it. You need to build habits with it. Then you say, all right, Justin, for two weeks straight, I did 70 ounces. I'm going to say, great. How'd you feel? Oh, I felt great. Okay, no problem. So why don't you go from 70 to 80? Oh, man. All right, I'll do it. Next week, you build the habits in right after you work out 10 ounces. That's where you include the other 10 ounces, right? Or for breakfast in the morning, right? Whatever it is, you add another 10 ounces. Oh, Justin, this is great. I'm eating, uh, I'm drinking 80 ounces per week. Excellent. Now you've consistently hit 80 ounces for two weeks. Go to 90, then go to 100 and see how you feel and monitor throughout. I have more energy, Justin. This is great. I'm not feeling like I'm as hungry as I used to be. I haven't even changed my food stuff, but I'm feeling great. This is the consistency. A lot of people think, oh, I'm jumping right up to 100 ounces. This is going to be excellent. Yeah, but can you do it consistently for the next six months if you jump straight from 50 ounces to 100? Probably not. Jump up 10 ounces and make the changes in, in a way that allows you to just build consistency over time, right? Build the habits over time, right? So drinking enough water has nothing to do with tracking macros. Yes, I said track your water ounces, but guys, it's not that hard. It's not like tracking macros, right? Tracking your ounces is very, very easy, right? There's a bottle, you fill it up. Oh, my bottle's 20 ounces. Okay, I do five of these a day, it's 100 ounces, right? Easy, right? This is second grade math we're talking about here. So don't tell me you can't do it. We're talking about second grade, right? Um, so you don't need to, uh, so this water goal is gonna help you with your fat loss and it doesn't require you to be, to you, for you to track macros at all, which is pretty cool, right? Something easy, something you can build in. Excellent, right? Um, so those are the recommendations that I have from most people out there that are tracking, that want to get away from tracking because they're not consistent enough doing it and they understand that tracking long-term is not sustainable. This is what you need to do, right? You need to realize the importance of a calorie deficit and how to hit a calorie deficit without tracking. You need to understand the importance of protein, how to hit your protein quantities without tracking. You need to also hit water intake consistently and making sure you're building it uh, just in short chunks of 10 ounces every single week until you get to the right amount that fits for you and your goals. And you need to do all these things for six months. And then you need to report back to me wherever you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, any on YouTube, wherever you're finding me and you're listening to me and say, Hey, Justin, I did this consistently. And I want to know the results that you got from these tips because I guarantee you're going to look more like you CrossFit without tracking macros. Right. So I offer the free guides here in this podcast and also on the Facebook group. We have our protein one on one guide for CrossFitters. Amazing, amazing guide. It took me it took me a good bit of time. Actually, I'm actually really proud of this guide. It's entirely free for you guys. So if you want access to it, comment protein or DM protein. And then our macro cheat sheet, of course, which is available to everyone uh, for free as well. Help you start understanding what food quantities you need and how to convert those macros of those foods into portion sizes so that you can hit your goals without tracking, right? I hope you guys crushed 23.3. I think this is coming out a week after, but it's been a great open this year, and now it's time to get ready for summer. Do not wait. Do not wait for April and May. It's too late. Right now is the time to start focusing on your nutrition. If you're looking to make changes, you want to start looking like you CrossFit for the summer of 2023. So if you want to work with me and my team and see if you qualify for our program so that you can start looking like you CrossFit without attracting macros, shoot me a DM for more information. We can hop on a call and take it from there. All right, team. I love you guys. It's Justin, the Wild Nutritionist. We help CrossFitters look, perform, and feel confident without attracting macros. 
If you got any questions, shoot them over and we'll talk soon. Peace.